Well, this is Richard C. Wilson with the Family Office Club, and today we're doing an investor mandate interview with Welcome, Jake. Thanks for having me. Sure. So um, what type of an investor are you? Yeah, so um, I recently sold my business, so um, I'm a, I don't know about a new investor, but um, I'm looking for different types of cash flowing projects, and, and right now it's my own money, and, and hopefully um, we'll be able to expand that over the next you know, five to 10 years and kind of grow from there. Sure. Great. And um, if you had to name one or two types of investments, you know, you mentioned cash flow or yield being of interest. I know you have some deeper expertise in the qualified opportunity zone and the real estate space. So does that mean that you actually are most hungry for real estate related deals or are you actually, because you're relatively well set there, are you more hungry for, operating businesses that are high yield or income producing? Yeah, so, so um, my focus uh, right now has been in opportunity zones. And uh, I look at different types of projects. Uh, some of them are in the real estate world. Um, the, the challenge with real estate in the opportunity zone is finding the right type of deal. Um, there's so many out there and there's so many projects out there. It's just kind of navigating that. So I'm looking for real estate uh, in opportunity zones. I'm also looking for businesses in opportunity zones. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, my previous business was a technology business and more of in the startup type of space. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to move a little bit away from that and try and focus on cash flowing projects versus like, you know, the startup mentality, but, but you know, that, that's kind of my DNA and bread and butter. It's like, you know, I know what it takes to start something from zero to, to, to grow it. Right, right. So I would, I would guess that because of the research you've done on the qualified opportunity zone laws and tax breaks, that perhaps you'd be able to even look at a company and then help them structure it for your own capital to come in. And it might help them with a follow-on investor or two. Or are you looking for ones that already have their act together? They have everything, you know, their T's crossed and they're ready for an investor just to come in and uh, be under that structure. Uh, it's more, it's more of the first one um, it, because of my quote unquote expertise. I, I wouldn't say like I'm a, a high level, like accounting accountant or lawyer in terms of um, opportunity zones. Um, but as a business person, um, you know, I can help, navigate at least some some businesses in opportunity zone space i was looking at investment uh last week um they were thinking about opportunity zones um and making their project an opportunity zone project they have all the right structures in place um they just have to execute and kind of figure out what the benefits are and i was like this is this is perfect for you, you have all the right uh pieces in the place you just need to kind of push it into the zone. And then I, to me, it, it just expands their investor pool. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Somebody who has some of their act together, doesn't have to be fully running business, but um, you know, if they have their act together and they can, can make it an opportunity zone, it just, to me, it gives the investors uh, a little bit bigger uh, uh, of an opportunity to, to, you know, maximize their strategy as well as help, help the business. Sure. Um, I'm wondering, since you're a recently exited investor, you sold your business recently, a lot of people who maybe are part of the Family Office Club would like to speak to 10 different Jake's to you know, get their deal done, to get to the next stage within their fund, et cetera. Um, do you have any advice or insights on, since the exit, 
many people maybe have tried to contact you and then you have observed other third party organizations, you know, what has, what have you gravitated towards and why, and what breaks through all the noise in your email inbox? Like what gets you to call someone, email someone back and over just an email or some light communication, it kind of de-risks things for you. And you say, okay, this is a, this is a person I could work with. This is a group I could associate with. Yeah, that, that's a really good question. So, um, you know, from the business, when I come from uh, like a, a business and starting from a business perspective, um, the investor and the investor capital was always like kind of like the holy grail side of side of things, right? And it's like, right. oh, I'm talking to investors. It's a big deal. Um, once I exited and started to like dive into the other side and the investor side, it was it, it was kind of um, interesting to see how little of a, of a plan most people had. So, um, you know, I, I came a lot across your content um, and some other content where it's like, hey, listen, here's what we, you need to do. This, you know, running an investment fund, running a family office is, is running a business and there's, you know, marketing, there's sales, there's accounting and all that kind of stuff, you know, part of, uh, you know, involved. So um, to me, uh, um, talking to um, the direct owner is always really, really helpful. Um, you know, I like talking to investor relations people, but, um, what breaks through the noise is, you know, talking to the, the IR person and talking to the, usually the person who starts the start of the fund. Um, really good marketing is not, not, is the wrong kind of concept, but like, um, somebody who, who gives me a, a professional type of deck and makes it really simple and easy to understand the investment. That's really helpful for me. Um, sure. And then um, looking at businesses and, and, you know, private equity deals where uh, I can see some real growth and kind of sync with my expertise. Um, so like, I'm not in the energy sector. Uh, I'm not in the medical cent- um, sector. So I don't know that much about those um, sure. industries. Uh, so I typically don't look at those types of um, businesses. I mean, then they might be really good businesses. I just don't look at them. Um, anything that's hot, um, or, or I understand, uh, anything right. internet related, um, you know, cannabis related, actually, uh, real did estate. Did a, uh, an ad tech related business. Is that right? Yeah. Ad tech related. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which reminds me, I have to connect you to my client up in the Northeast. It's kind of a side note that, um, has a large media company. They understand that space well, and they have their exit, uh, in the media advertising space. You guys should be speaking to each other and trading notes. Um, great. so I'll make sure and do that as a follow up to this interview. Um, but yeah, that's great. I think that's going to be helpful in case someone's listening here and they have an investment related to your background and it's something people should pull out of what you just said and know that that's true with almost all investors, you know, they'd rather invest in something they know very well, or they feel much more comfortable if they're not from the ad tech space, they're from manufacturing, but they've got a buddy named who can help due diligence a deal who's not biased. You're just being brought in and then you not only maybe like it, but put in a little bit of your money. It makes a manufacturing family more at ease, you know, if they trust you. That, that's, and that's, you know, when I talk about cannabis, right? Like um, it's not really my cup of tea, meaning like I don't know anything about it. Um, but I do have a friend who happens to have been a cannabis banker for the last like 10 years and, you know, knows the ins and outs. So that, right. you know, he can help me navigate across around those things. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. And we've been seeing that with the um, 
we were just talking before I pushed record of a dental clinic chain we're doing due diligence on, or having four dentists look at it first with the assisted senior living facilities we're looking at by chance. Uh, one of the dentist uh, doctors actually that we're working with has assisted living facilities that he owns and runs. So he's helping us look at due diligence on that. I mean, I, I've never been a dentist. I've never run a senior living facility. So you and I could stare at it all day long and come up with our own opinion, but it just makes everyone sleep better at night knowing they have some qualified, you know, whether or not they're a true expert, at least they're a relative expert compared to the average investor, you know, yeah. it helps a lot. Um, all right, great. Well, I've taken up enough of your morning here. If anyone needs to get a hold of Jake, um, please let us know and let me know directly and we can uh, help get you connected to him. And uh, once we have live events again, I'm sure we'll be able to see Jake at one of those. And then hopefully we'll be able to have you on one of our discussion panels throughout the summer. So I appreciate your time here today. All right. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.